The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time Wow, that really sucked. For the Low Fact Podcast. What's up? Alright, well that's enough intro for the day. So um Do you remember what you wanted to wasn't wasn't there something that we were kind of gonna touch back on? Last time, do you remember what that was? No, neither and do I. I just edited it too. Neither do I. So let's uh, let's just forge ahead, eh? Okay. Because um, I, I really don't have any any topics per se, but you don't. Uh, you're supposed to have the topics. It's your job. Uh, I'll you know I'm not very good at it. But there has been a thing that's been on my mind a lot lately. So much so that we When you can, say a lot, what do you mean? I mean a lot. Okay. Like almost as much as sex. Okay. Which isn't saying much because I don't think about sex that much anymore anyway. So sad. Yeah, sadly I think about tasty food more. And since I've moved... Yeah, you're since, obsessed with food. Okay. But since I've moved out here, food's just not have the same quality. It's not as tasty. As I remember food being in other places where I lived. Maybe it's just because you were younger, though. You make it sound like I'm ancient. Well, you've been out here a while, dude. I have been out here. But you were a younger man when you moved out here. Yeah, well, now I'm a middle-aged man, so. What do you think's better, young or middle-aged? In terms of what? Just contentment, life in general. Oh, young, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you don't think about shit when you're young. Ah, uh, and plus, there's always like it can always get better, type deal. <laughs> um, as as much as I've mellowed <coughs> in my uh, in my middle age, which isn't all that much. Um. Yeah, knowing and seeing, having seen what I've seen and knowing what I know now, I'm just like it's uh, it was much better when I was. <coughs> well, I've got the usual. Uh, allergic reaction to the podcast going on today so do you think it's a weird form of stage fright could be it's kind of funny because it's just you and me yeah it's kind of funny so what I was going to say has been kind of uh, I've been thinking about a lot is 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 inconsistencies and a lot of the various facets inconsistencies inconsistency in general but various facets of inconsistency like for example I don't know what evolutionary advantage there is. Oh, shoot. I forgot how to phrase it. Well, we can wait a minute. But you you know what I'm talking about. There's there's this evolutionary... There, there, I don't know why, but pretty much everyone thinks that they are better than everyone else. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, whatever they think they think. That is probably not true. But you think it's... It's it's an evolutionary thing. Well, 
I don't know. Instinctual. I don't know if it's a bug, or like in spite of this inconsistent thinking that we have, we've managed to keep going. Yeah. Or if it's because of it. Huh. Because we all can see the faults in others pretty glaringly. You know, there's but, even there's even a Bible verse, right? Don't the, don't worry about the splinter in your brother's eye when you can't see the plank in your own. Right. So it's been around since at least then. <laughs> well, yeah, and probably there's a reason it's in the Bible is because it've been around for a long time before that too. Right. So I don't I don't know what it is. Why do we do it, and is it helpful? Because I would like to think that as a species, because I was schooled in the school of economics, uh-huh. where you know, boneheaded assholes make uh, make stupid assumptions like let's assume everybody will do things that are in their best interest when we know that's not true. Right. The even playing field. The objective. Well, well not even the even playing field. The objective. The reasonable. The reasonable. Oh no, that's a law school thing. The object, the rational person. Right. That's the economic term. The rational person. Whereas in law is the reasonable, reasonably, what is it? The reasonably objective person. Yeah, but we, these people don't exist, though. I don't think so. But it, maybe. Well, is it about confidence? Well, even that though. Because. Because because I mean that gives you. If you think, well, is it about thinking that you're doing right? Because then you like, then you continue, then you continue on, right? But I've seen that a lot of stuff we continue doing as a group, not very good. I mean, there's, there's so many things that, that, that we can even touch on in the whole inconsistency thing. You know, take, uh, take my abhorrence, abhorrence to communist philosophy to um, large bureaucratic organizations mm-hmm. but without with like like especially in the without large bureaucratic organizations we would not have taken over the planet as a species right but even just thinking about and this is a rehash even in, even in the in the, in the in a communist system which on an individual basis it sounds really good everybody's going to have enough to live a decent life. But what ends up happening is a very small cadre have more than they know what to do with and everybody else lives in shit. And that's supposed to be better than a capitalistic system where a small cadre has more than they know what to do with. Well, but in the capitalist system, the rest have more. Well, yeah, we we live in shit. Everybody else lives in shit, but there's a chance that your shit's a little bit nicer. People have nice shit here, dude. Well, here, right, yes. In the United States? Here, yes, yes. Which I is... I mean, even the poor in the United States, the, the quite poor. No no, uh, no argument from me on that. They have houses. And, and I think that is a testament to non-rampant <sighs> capitalism. But there's always people that want more that want other people's stuff or, or hate other people, dislike other people for what they've got. Well, that's kind of part of us too, though. Again, and is that, what evolutionary advantage is there to that? Well, I guess if you have more, then you have a better chance of survival, right? Well, not just more, but what are, the, the, 
Like if you have more food, for example, you have more food stores. Only if you can preserve it. Right. If you have a larger group, then you have a better chance of survival. Only if that group marches in the same direction. But if everybody's on the same page about getting more, is that enough? Well, it depends on how you're going to get that more. If everybody's going to get more by, you know, working hard, pulling together, being cooperative, possibly. But it doesn't seem to me that that's ever done. Like once you get past a certain number, well, let's say you're in a place with very with very limited resource, with very limited resources. Like think about the uh, the, the the various bands of Apache, in the and or the various bands of of, of Indians in the uh, Southwest, I guess. So like I'm thinking New Mexico, Arizona, West Texas. Okay. They just preyed upon each other. So they're all fo- always fighting each other. A lot of the time. doesn't really get focused on very much. Well, it's inconvenient. Yeah. And that's another thing. Well, the Maoris always, they they were very warring. They were always fighting each other over shit. Right, so... And taking slaves and all that stuff. It's easier to take somebody else's stuff than try to make your own. Yes. So, I don't know if I've answered my own question with that, but that's just a statement. It is easier to take somebody else's stuff. It seems easier to take somebody else's stuff than to have your own. But that only that only works if there's like one band of people taking other people's stuff. Everybody else is everybody else is weak and peaceful and just trying to get more stuff on their own. I keep coming back to your first question though, which is like, is there an evolutionary advantage to thinking that you're the bee's knees? Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. That that's why it's the question. It doesn't have to be answered. It just kind of seems weird, right? Because throughout my life, my observance is people tell you, work hard, be a contributing member of society, do-da, 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 do-da. But the people that are at the very tippy top, they work hard at taking other people's stuff, at being in a certain position and, and, and exploiting that position. Like, growing up, what were you always told? Work hard. Were you, ever uh, heard th- were you ever told debt's no good? No. But it was like, work hard, you know, do a good job, be a good citizen, look after your family, look after your friends. In my case, be a good Catholic. Because, you know, growing up, uh, debt was a four-letter word. In your, in your household, literally and physically and 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 figuratively. Nah, see, like not in my house. But however, you can't make any kinds of money without going to debt. And then that begets more more debt. It can, but it's a gamble, right? Um, you can't you can't amass any kind of riches in the system that was set up when I was growing up by not going into debt to get more stuff to pay off your debt to get more stuff. But then you just end up with more debt. Not necessarily. If you're if you're kind of lucky. Mm-hmm. For example, take real estate. Okay. Take anything, right? If you want to be a real estate mogul, or or hell, a movie mogul, any kind of mogul. What do you do? You borrow money 
to get the asset and hope that the asset will pay off. Yeah, those guys never, they're, they're not spending their own money. Well, it's not even at the beginning. It's not even not spending their own money. You don't have the money. Like right. if, you, if you want to be a, a, okay, perfect example, getting a house. You can work until the cows come home and not eat. And maybe after 30, 40, 50 years, you'll be able to buy a house. Right. And then you'll be too old. Right. <laughs> or you could get a loan to get a house. You can pay off that house with whatever job or whatever you have. And don't get me started on unemployment because that's a that's a bit of a, uh, a yoke in, it, in and of itself. The large corporate entities want every one of us to be an employee. They, want it, they don't want any of us to go into business for ourselves and make our own living. Which is, is also an interesting topic. But it's also, but it's part of the inconsistency, because they kind of say they kind of say you need to work, you need to stand on your own two feet, right? You need to do all this stuff, and yet the ones with the most money, the most assets, they get handouts, they get help. But see, I think in the movie mogul, right? The movie mogul, okay, so he might, he or she, they might borrow some money, and have a very successful movie, but that that producer is never gonna. Even, even once the producer has money, has their own money, chances are they're probably not going to put that money up unless they absolutely have to. They're going to they're gonna borrow more money off other people. Right, because the story, make more movies. the story we always hear are the story of people that just believe, like the Rocky producers for Rocky, they, 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 they took a mortgage on their house. Right. And they got Rocky made. Or George Lucas, you know, like they, the studio with the studio. Well, Star Wars, as the story goes, they didn't have enough money in post-production to finish stuff. And so like he made a deal and said, I'll put up my money to finish the, the movie. And then he took merchandising um, because they were like, oh, this movie's not going to, Star Wars isn't going to have merchandising. Um, but the stories are very few and far between of the movie mogul putting up his own money, you well, know, because the movie mogul's not going to do that. I, I, I see a little bit differently. I don't even think it's very few and far between. Those are the only stories that you hear. There's like two I can think of. Like take internet dating, right? Or any type of dating situation. You should, you, like, number one, if, if you meet someone who lives on the other side of the country, you should probably not pack up and move. <laughs> if you live on one coast and you're in love with someone who lives on the other coast, you should probably not pack up and move to be with that other person because inevitably that fails. <laughs> but what are the stories that we always hear about? Everyone, well, everyone talks about the, the people that, 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 that they did and they have a very successful and happy marriage. I know, I know a couple that met, but they met here. They met here in California on internet dating. Well, I'm not even talking... I'm, I'm mixing two things up, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the, the you meet somewhere... And then, you know, somehow... One, one person moves. Right. Right. And I think probably the statistics of those relationships failing is probably pretty damn high. Just like the statistics on cohabitating before you get married, breakups after marriage, they, they, they're a higher, there is a higher incidence of divorce after that. Why is that? I have my own personal philosophy or theory. Uh-huh. But... What is it that everyone, many people, do ever since we were very young adults? First thing you do is you play house. Right. 
and then you just and then you get married right and a lot of times you also then get divorced I don't Why think is it higher the other way I don't think it's any one thing because um, marriage as an institution a lot of the, a lot of our institutions have kind of not panned out right and mostly I think it's because we don't stick with the institutions okay um, my personal thought on on why people who live together before they get married end up getting divorced at a higher rate than people that don't do that is because for some reason they don't look at marriage as a sanctified type relationship okay because hey you can when you live together while you're dating and you split stuff up and you know bills and you you know you want to do a test drive before you go for the real thing and yeah okay but being being of a personality type where the test drive never works <laughs> right you know you know yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that if I practice right as hard as I try in practice I'm still not really kind of like I'm, I'm shit at practice. Right. If you if you if you were to base, if you were to sit there and say that the only the only test is going to be how well this person does in practice, then, and I've I've seen it happen in many things. All throughout my life, <laughs> I suck. I remember, I remember one of the last things that I had to do to become a, a full-fledged auditor was to pretend to do a real audit and, 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 uh, I take it it didn't go well. No, I had to repeat like, uh, a week or two of training because they're just like, you're not getting it. Yeah. You suck. You're not taking this seriously. I'm like, it's fucking practice. <laughs> yeah. But you got to treat it like it's the real deal. Okay, but then the real deal came up, and then I had I ended up having to coordinate stuff. Pretty much two months into it, into my my quote unquote full fledged auditorness career, and a lot of people thought that a lot of people were like, "Oh, this isn't going to go well." They told me this after the fact because <laughs> that senior practice, yeah. And, and it was, it was a pretty complex thing, right? It was, it was, it was coordinating four locations with five different teams from, from three different branch offices. How did you end up getting the, the short straw on this shit? Because my, the, the place that I was auditing was the main place. Oh, okay. It was the main store. Okay. But they had locations in a few locations, on the East coast, a couple locations, on the West coast. Midwest and in the Southeast where I was. And so, and it wasn't even my territory. I was covering for somebody else. It sounds like a disaster. It like could have been. And, and I, and I, I was, and, and me having to go like, doo, 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 notice something wrong or not wrong. Just notice something that wasn't quite adding up. Yeah. So I talked to the, the person that was getting the financing. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's just always been like that. I was like, okay. So I talked to one, one guy. And that guy didn't want to have anything to do with it. So I was like, I'm going to kick this up to the branch manager. Talk to them. They're like, oh, I don't want anything. Kick it up to the VP. The VP's like, oh, shit. 
And the VP's like, oh, I was like, okay, this, um, I'm, so I was like, okay, is this, what do we got to do? He's like, oh, I was like, is this what we have to do? He's like, yes. It's like, who do I need to call? I was like, uh, I was like, well, give me a list of all the people. And so then I was calling various folks to coordinate the second audit to go back in like two weeks later. Right. But at that point, it had to be a little bit of a surprise. So all the stores had to be audited at the same time. Right. So he had to coordinate all that shit. Yeah. And when I was talking to these people, I was talking to a lot of people. And they were the, they were senior folks. They were folks that had been there for like 10 years. <laughs> and I was talking to them. And, they're, and, and they were like, they're like, you know, we've never heard of you. How long have you been in the company? I was like, I graduated from college two months ago. <laughs> and so they were, they were sitting there going, they were sitting there going, I thought you were a regional vice president. <laughs> But that's, you know, that's not to like enough of blowing sunshine off my own ass, but that's that's fair enough. But that's very much like the Tom Brady effect, right? When, when he was, when he was graduating from college. Oh, now you're comparing yourself to Tom Brady. No, I'm saying that that's a, that's a. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Dude, I'm just pressing your balls, man. That's fine. I'm just saying that that's something that's probably more something that other people can relate to in the fact that they know that story. Right. For people that like sports. Right. But I don't like I don't like sports, and even I know this story. But that's the thing, right? There are people that just kind of suck at practice, like me, but can turn it on when the real deal comes. I don't know how many people there are like that. That's gonna suck for test taking, taking and stuff too. Well, no, because the test is a real deal. Oh, the right? test is a real deal. Yeah, like yeah. I'd, I'd fuck around during class when test time comes. You're you're fucking maverick. I'm I'm on the ball. <laughs> I've never done poorly on a test. Really? So, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, there was that see, one. See, for me, it was always the diet. Like, I never knew whether or not it would be good or not. Oh, I didn't care. Uh, this is the man who goes to sleep during the bar exam. Well, that, that, that's the thing, right? For me... I remember you taking a nap between the sessions, the morning session and the, and the afternoon session. We had time. Dude, I was, I was too near. I, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't sleep during a situation like that. Dude, we would have had us. We would, if, if we had gotten a hotel at the same place, we would have had such a good time. Because man, the night before I went to Sizzler, I was eating good. I was relaxed. I might have, I might have done better, but as it was, I still pass. So I guess it doesn't that's all that counts, right? Yep. Pass. That's the funny thing about the the California bar, especially back then. They don't tell you how you did unless you fail. Right. I want to know, like, how, like, was it close or was I like way over? Oh, there's, there's. But when you fail, they give it to you. They, they give they, you war and peace. They give you, you they give it to you in excruciating detail. Yeah, that's kind um, of messed up. But um, so yeah, so the inconsistency thing. I mean, the, we we just pointed out a few, right? And I don't, I don't, I don't understand because we're sold this one bag bag of goods in a general situation. But more and more as I get older, I find that that bill of goods doesn't seem to quite add up. Well, I remember a family member of mine who's very connected and her father was very connected. And I remember her, I remember when I was going through my divorce, her saying, no, you know, don't burn your bridges, make sure you keep, you know, just keep, keep on working hard and, you know, like the don't burn your bridges thing was a was very good advice at the time because she was, was very like, true. She was like, stick with it, right? That's very like, true. You've you've done all this work to get accredited for the bar, and she was like, you've got a job, so just stick with it. But the funny thing is, is that she's very connected, 
So, you know, I'm not saying she's, yeah, she's very talented, but at the same time, she didn't get a lot of the stuff she got by talent. She got it through, by virtue of her connections. Right. But not through talent alone is what you're trying to say. Right. But people that get where they get, or if when they get lots of stuff, regardless of how talented or untalented they are, they seem to want to tell this story to everyone that they got it through sheer talent. Yeah, that was and, never part of like her, when, whenever she would be giving the advice, it would never be like, well, you know, you can take advantage of these connections that you have. Which you here. should. Right. Which you should. Right. And that that's the thing. But maybe Why? you don't even need to, maybe it's not even something that's like on your radar. If you're, if you're, if, if by virtue of the fact that you just have the connections, that shit just kind of happens, right? Or you're very fortunate. Mm. There are people that are very fortunate and think they got where they are by virtue of their own grit. But then the problem about having that attitude is that if things, if and when things do go south, I think it's harder for that person at that point. Because before that, they, they, they were like, well, this is all due to my own greatness or my own skills or whatever but then then when things go bad i think it's pretty bit a bit of pill to swallow at that point i i think that 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 situation pretty much describes going postal you know now it's kind of a bit of a funny meme in a sense going postal yeah did you guys ever have that i know the expression going postal and i know where it comes from yes it comes from someone who was a postal worker highly achieving well, what was it, a postal worker? Yeah. was a postal worker who... He got fired, right? Throughout his career, he worked hard. Things were going well. Then they didn't go well. How did he get fired? Do you know? I either think that he was... He'd fuck something up? I don't know if it was that. I mean, it doesn't seem like you get fired for messing something up at the post office. But for whatever reason... He got fired. Yeah, he got... He, he wasn't getting... What he was supposed to get. Right. For whatever reason. Right. And that, in a very devastatingly human scale, is him not being able to deal with... And he went in... How, how many people did he come? I don't think it matters. It was a lot, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know is the first answer. But that's where the expression going postal came from is this one guy. Yeah. You know, before it became a cultural, like, joke, it was... And even even that movie falling down, it was yeah very similar. Is 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 yeah is that situation? But in in that it was like stray dog. In that it was two people that were kind of falling down, and one one was able to take it better than the other. By the way, speaking of stuff in the news, or just have you been following that whole thing with the submarine? Only because I they didn't find it. They found debris now, right? Like it's done. Oh yeah, they're dead. Yeah. They were, they were probably dead. But the Sunday. weird thing is, is that people were already making jokes about it from the beginning on Instagram. Well, yeah. Like there was a, and I'm like, that's, I don't know. I just found that very odd. Well, that goes back to what we were saying last time about every person. I'm, I'm like, why would you make a joke about that? Because you don't know that person. Right. They're like, oh, you know, they were using a controller for the $30, they had a $30 controller from an Xbox in it and... You know, and just making the connections, like apparently the wife of one of the guys is like her grandparents from the Titanic, great grand 
great great grandparents from the Titanic and but people were just making light of it and making fun of it and I'm just like there's still people that died well sure but it's like it's it's easy to that's easy so people were kind of obsessed with it but at the same time having fun with it and for some people that's the way they deal but for you generally that's that's just I just thought it was weird well like I said remember every every life everybody that you meet is somebody's irreplaceable <coughs> yeah priceless treasure yeah that guy that cuts you off on the freeway the stanky stanky bum whatever <laughs> stink at one point was somebody's and maybe still is somebody's irreplaceable treasure and the only reason why you're sitting there hating on him is because they inconvenienced you somehow yeah or they did something you didn't like I always wonder with with the homeless folks where's their where's their family you know what happened to this point that this person has nobody around to help them they probably screwed them over way too many times yeah you don't go from being like you know in a comfortable situation to being out on the street yeah. generally but because we because as as a species or as a culture we tend to we tend to focus on that you know i think there's a big focus on the homeless children or the poor the poor unsuspecting wife whose husband has a gambling problem and lost everything and now she's in a van with her kids trying to find right i'm not saying that's any less tragic but that's not that's not the majority and the majority is not as compelling of a story. Well, the majority is just everybody on fucking fentanyl. The majority is it's usually a guy who has some kind of problem, gambling, drugs, something. Yeah. And and then add mental illness into the mix. Maybe. Well, a lot of, bunch of them do, dude. Sure. Because, you know, I think you have to be a little mentally ill to be like, you know what, it's okay to live out in the street. Right. But generally it's somebody who has some kind of problem and they use up lifelines in that, you know, they steal stuff from their family or to, to pay for whatever problem or they just they, they keep on doing things and finally they have no support system and so they're they're out there. Right. That might be that is that is more often the case than someone who just got struck by lightning and by by, by lightning of bad circumstance right that's not to say that the, the lightning of bad circumstance doesn't happen but that's a that's a much better story yeah that's a much more compelling story you know interestingly <clears throat> on the homeless thing people are starting they're starting to say stuff that we've been saying on the podcast for a while which is like you know why do the powers that be you know like who stands to profit from this essentially keeping things as the status quo Somebody does. That's always that's always the case. And, and 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 you know, people are just sitting there saying, everybody's talking about how this is a problem, but nobody's doing anything. They're doing plenty. They're getting paid. Cynical, yes. Doesn't make it untrue. Because that that's really the only explanation when you think about it. Think horses, not zebras. Because <laughs> I don't know if that's what? really a, I don't know if that's truly a medical term. What. Well, generally, the, the, the most simple answer is generally the right answer. So, like, when you see hoof prints, 
especially out here living in America. It's probably horses. Think horses, not zebras. Right. And I don't know. I, I don't. I saw it on a medical show, <coughs> but I don't know if it's a medical thing. It doesn't sound like a medical term, dude. Um, it might not be, but you know, I, I've I've always been in the recipient of kiss, the kiss theory, the kiss theorem. What is it? Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Or or the the group I hung out with is keep it simple, shithead. Um, so is that just like a like a life life philosophy? Uh, or explaining things a little bit about for 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 my group it was it was don't don't overcomplicate your plan oh i wouldn't have done well in this group <laughs> <laughs> i like to make any simple plan very complicated well that and the fact that you can't grow a really good beard <laughs> <laughs> I just look like a, my beard is the saddest thing in the world. Part of the reason why I don't want to do a video podcast, actually. Well, we might I don't do really that. want to be on camera. Actually, you know, it looks like it looks like time is is coming close to an end. So, I can't really grow a decent beard either. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but I didn't want to make you feel bad. But at, for, at a at a point, I had a really cool looking Fu Manchu thing going. <laughs> no. And uh, being an Asian guy, that was just too close to home, so I wouldn't do it. But they still called me Fu Manchu a lot. Oh, that's funny. So anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us for as long as you have. Like, subscribe, tell all your friends. I don't know. Hit us. Hit us over the the. the yeah, oh, you can hit us. Uh, you can look uh, find us on our Instagram page, Lofac Podcast. Uh, you can find us SoundCloud wherever you listen, or you can email us lofacpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, but please send us an email. That would be awesome. And if you don't, just keep listening and telling everybody else to, to, to bring our stuff. I, it really it really gives me a, a, a lot of satisfaction to check and see how many views we've had. And uh, we, we as Dave always says, we would love to have the opportunity to sell out. Yeah.